Hello, and welcome back to Crap Noir. When we last left our, um, hero, I guess, she was just told her estranged father and sister have arrived unexpectedly. I know it's been months since the last episode, so hopefully you remember. If not, too bad. Let's listen in. Oh my god, is that my mother? Beth! Oh, thank goodness you're here! What? How do you know I'd be here? Stolen Colombian coffee beans? Sweetie, I'm not an idiot. I, uh, I... You need to come home. I have some bad news. What? Why? Your father's back, and he's brought your sister. Oh no! Gosh, if I didn't know any better, I'd say you were in distress. No! Oh, Beth. <laughs> Beth, stop that. They're just here to celebrate your birthday. <gasps> Happy birthday? Don't remind me. Honey, there's no need to be so dramatic. <sighs> but it means I'm officially in the wrong half of my 20s. Listen, folks. Hate to interrupt. But yet again, Beth, your splits of emotion are making the other customers uncomfortable. <laughs> Shut up, Chip Tam. You heard him, sweetie. We, we need to head home. Say goodbye to, uh... Oh, gosh. Pardon my manners. I'm Johnny, a mere acquaintance of your daughter. Acquaintance, maintenance. I'm just happy Beth has someone to talk to us. Just such a kind smile. Beth, you didn't tell me your mother was an angel. Uh... Oh, you are welcome over for tea and cookies anytime. Oh, Beth. I'm so happy you're meeting people. All right, that's enough. Let's go. I agree. You should go. Come on, Ma. Oh, oh okay, honey. Bye, Johnny, dear. Hope to see you soon. Yikes. Oh, she is delightful. Wait. Beth left me with the bill, didn't she? <sighs> well, that's disappointing. Welcome to the club, buddy. The whole way home, I tried to summon some sort of supernatural power so I could teleport out of central New Jersey or at least turn invisible until my father and sister left. God, as if turning 26 wasn't already unbearable. Now I had to spend the day with my overachieving older sister while my parents played nice. The last time such a feat was attempted, Dad traded 62% of his gold bonds in exchange for that one pyramid scheme. What was it? Uh, Malbon? No, Manbon. Or Manly Ray? Honey, you can talk to me, you know. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me they were coming? A heads up would have been nice. Oh, sweetie, they surprised me too. Your father mentioned something weeks ago, but at the time it was theoretical. You know how sporadic he can be. I guess. I mean, what man in his right mind just wakes up one morning and decides he no longer wants to live in New Jersey? And that, that Pennsylvania is calling him. Of all places! Oh, oh, oh. Just so close to Sylvia and Philadelphia with his insistence on walking tours. 
For a second, I almost wished I was back at the Olsen's farm amid their wildly uncomfortable sibling rivalry. Hmm. Boy, that... That got tense. Maybe we should have called the cops? I mean, it's not like Ashlyn was going to kill Katie or anything, right? <laughs> right? Philly cheesesteaks are never a valid reason to desert a family. I don't care how thin the steak is shaved or how creamy the cheese is. Ma, don't. Oh, I'm sorry, sweetie. You get so quiet. I forget you're not my therapist sometimes. Oh, just try to have a good time, please, for me. Okay. Maybe... Maybe this wouldn't be so bad. I mean, we had no chickens to put at risk, so that had to be a positive. I'd have to put up with my dad's nonsense, sure, and my sister's suffocating list of new achievements. But it was one weekend. I could prevent them from completely burrowing into my life for one weekend. And when in doubt, I knew I could always turn the topic of conversation around to either of them, then zone out within the first ten seconds. Here we are! You got this, sweetie. There's my little girl. Mwah. Mwah. Hey, Dad. <clears throat> Miriam? Marco? Dad, what What are you wearing? My new joggers. I, I know they bunch at my knees, but I just can't get them to stay down over my wide calves. The salesman at Hot Tropics said it wouldn't matter, so... Did I just hear? I did. Beth, how are you? Come here. Hi, Eliza. It's so good to see you. Mom was telling us how you've been hard at work lately, something about ransacked kitchens and stolen Colombian coffee. Oh, yeah, but I, I bet you've been busy too. How's uh? Oh, you bet I have been. Gosh, where do I even start, geez? Can you believe I'll be graduating from Penn Law in just over a month? <laughs> nope. Oh boy, it's been flying by. I am taking the most interesting class right now. Last week, a few of us spent an extra hour after class talking to the professor about society's growing fascination with moral ambiguity and how it's translating into class B felonies, and even in classrooms, really. Like, during those two years I spent teaching in Italy, France, South Korea, you know, you would not believe the things kids would do to push boundaries. I mean, angels, all of them, but oof. Ah, <coughs> uh, sweetheart. Oh, uh, why don't I tell you more about it over dinner? I made grandma's roast chicken and raspberry souffle for dessert. And Papa brought wine. It's in a bottle this time. Wine in a bottle. Eliza and I had a long conversation about how much I was contributing to landfills every time I went through another one of my homemade sandwich baggy wines. What's the point of it being in a bag anyway if you can't use straws anymore? You know, speaking of juice boxes, I came up with this great app idea I gotta tell you about. Come sit, and I'll, I'll let you pick your old man's brain. Thanks, guys. That's sweet and everything, but I think I just want to go to bed. What? But we have to stay up until midnight so I can be the first one to say happy birthday to you. It's tradition. Oh, well, I'm just not very hungry, and it's been a long day. Oh, Beth. Bethy, you only turned 26 once. I remember my 26th birthday. 
Boy, I would be lying if I said there wasn't some embarrassing footage out there of me and a clown with too many pool noodles to count. Sweetie, you do look awfully tired, and we do have all day tomorrow to celebrate. Thanks, Ma. Good night, everyone. Good night, sweet pea. Love you. Let me know if you need a bedtime story or a story from the dad files. Happy almost birthday. Good night, Beth. I woke the next morning just as restless as the night before. Despite the copious amounts of time I spent staring at it, my ceiling failed to offer a trapdoor to the roof, where I imagined a helicopter was waiting to take me to Australia to hold orphaned koala bears. Once there, I could change my name to Meredith, or Gloria, or Helena, or something ancient and majestic like that, and the only mystery tied to me would be my mysterious background. And it would lure men in from all corners of the continent and have them asking, why, and how, and who hurt you? Until I'd shush them away and remind them that their country needed them more than me, no matter how elusive, alluring, and outright enthralling they found my persona. The tiny technological beacon atop my nightstand jarred my consciousness. I mustered up the strength to roll onto my right side and snatch it. What's this? A notification from Linked Up. Wow, I wonder if the CNJPD finally read my resume. Hmm. I opened the app to find a message from someone named Charles Green. I enlarged the profile picture and could have sworn it was the Olsen's neighbor, Charlie. But in the photo, he looked so... normal. How was that possible? The message read, Hello, Beth. I, I'm glad I could find you on here merely by using the search phrase amateur detective. Hey, what? There's been some trouble on my property and it continues to escalate. The police and I never seem to see eye to eye, so I'm grateful that you are cheap and desperate. <laughs> okay, uh... Please come by my house as soon as possible and I will give you the information you need. Regards, Charlie. P.S. I know it's April 1st, but I assure you, I do not joke. Wow. Ever or... Ever. Huh. With Charlie's request, I had the perfect excuse to keep me out of my house for the day. I shuffled myself into some clothes from my trusty pile on the floor, then tiptoed down the stairs, hoping to make a quick exit. The door grew ever closer, until... Happy birthday, Beth! Wait, Beth, where are you going? I, um, I, you know, I, I gotta get going, Eliza. I have a meeting for work. A, uh, a work meeting. It's very legitimate. On your birthday? Well, crime does not respect holidays, especially this one. Rats, I was hoping we could start the celebrations early. Can we at least kick off the weekend together later? Birthday dinner before cake? Well, I'm not really sure how long this is going to take. Beth, you're going to miss your birthday dinner? <sighs> the day is yours, Beth, but I haven't seen you in months. I was really looking forward to spending time with you today. Uh, I mean, uh, <clears throat> I guess we could grab coffee quick first. Oh, wow, brunch? Gosh, on a Friday, no less. Look at us being adventurous. <laughs> yeah, brunch might be a stretch, but okay. Let me just grab my purse and let Mom and Dad know, unless you want me to invite them. No. Okay, okay, I get it. One sec. 
I was a little ashamed of myself for giving in to Eliza. Generally, I tried to think of myself as more of a brick wall. Strong and unwavering toward the elements and intruders, you know? Like the brick walls of your abandoned elementary school. Sure, you had a great time there, but now it's locked up and all dark inside. One window's busted from someone trying to revisit the memories, but it's certainly not somewhere you're going to be comfortable soliciting at your age, and you wouldn't even want to lean against it, really. That kind of brick would probably hurt your shoulders, and there's no way you're going to try to face the inside of that building yourself. Yet, despite my brickiness, Eliza hadn't been afraid to hang around. She had played me like a fiddle, which, let's be honest, is a much stranger expression than me comparing myself to an abandoned brick elementary school. I mean, is the fiddle supposed to be easy to play? I can't think of a single person that knows how to play the fiddle. It wouldn't matter if you put a gun to my head. <laughs> no one. Not even a celebrity. Shouldn't it be she played me like a recorder? Like those first recorders they stuck in our grubby hands in third grade? Before that brick home of learning became an abandoned building? Back when we were learning how to play hot cross buns? Okay, all set. I'll drive. Within moments, Eliza had taken us to the one place I knew I could always find solace. The Big Steam. I could tell by the look on her face upon entering that it wasn't the cute brunch spot she was picturing. Hey, Beth. Whoa. Look at you making friends. Oh, she's not. I excuse me? Did you just sound happy for me? What do you mean? I'm always happy for you. Yeah, happy when I leave. Oh, Beth, stop giving the nice barista such a hard time. Nice? Yeah, Beth. Listen to your friend here. Stop giving the nice barista a hard time. Ugh. Jim Jam, this is my sister, Eliza. Sister? You mean to tell me she came from the same parents? Hey, what are you trying to say? Uh, <clears throat> I, I mean to really see the resemblance. You both are so, uh... Nice. Uh, sure. Uh, what can I get ya? How about an almond milk vanilla latte with a shot of hazelnut? And maybe a blueberry muffin to split? You got it. I'll have it out to you in a jiff. Um, hello? What about my order? Hot chocolate. Yeah, yeah, we know. <sighs> Just when I thought having you here was making him more tolerable. He seems sweet. Oh my god, we are never going to agree on this. Just, what do you, I mean... What did you want to talk about? Well, it's your birthday, Beth. We can talk about whatever you want to. Hmm. <clears throat> or not talk. That's okay, too. Great. I get the feeling you're not too elated that Dad and I are here. <sighs> And it makes me sad that you'd feel that way, especially since we're here to celebrate your birthday with you. I just... I really don't care about my birthday. It's another year closer to the end. Beth, it's celebrating another year of life. Yeah, another year of life behind me. That's a terrible way to think about it. Well, it's different when you've got nothing to show for it. What are you talking about? You've accomplished so much. <laughs> yeah, okay. You've got a master's degree. Yeah, and a major people don't seem to respect for whatever reason. 
I mean, the phone in my pocket can do mathematics, and yet that field's somehow more respected than a study in the fantastical works of Agatha Christie and Sir Doyle. Well, I think it's respectable, and clearly it's taking you places. I mean, how many cases are you up to now? Uh, it's complicated. <clears throat> uh, muffin, latte, hot chalk. Thank you, Jim. It's Jim Jam. No, it's not. All right, Jimbo it is. <sighs> hey, I didn't want to, but you left me no choice. Beth. You know, Jimbo, I think I'm going to take this to go. But Beth, we just got here. I lost my appetite. And I do have to meet someone about a case. Okay, I guess. Will I see you later? Who knows? Probably not, honestly. What about your birthday dinner? We should postpone. I'm sorry, but, you know, case and all. If you're sure. Yeah. You, you should go out tonight or something. Have fun. Well... Okay. Good luck with everything. Yep. Thanks. See ya. I, uh, gotta assume you know that she's just a disappointing person. Don't take it personally. <sighs> no, that was definitely personal. What do I owe you? It's on the house. Birthday special. Thank you from both of us. I dragged my feet the whole way to Charlie's. Man, everything blows. I didn't invite Eliza here, nor my father, and I wasn't sure I could put up with them much longer. Thankfully, Charlie's shabby shack appeared on the horizon just as I was ready to collapse behind a bush and cry. A familiar smell infiltrated my nostrils. What was that? I mean filth, no doubt, but there was something else. Oh, it's you. I, I'm sorry, were you expecting someone else? I mean, you messaged me. Yes, yes, uh, I know it, I know that happened. Uh, you should update your linked up profile. I, I don't think it's possible that you currently work at a blockbuster. Yeah, I uh, don't have anything to replace that with, so... Sorry, are you done? Uh, it, it felt like you stopped mid-sentence there. Uh, no, I'm, I'm done. Well, let's not waste any more time. Uh, come in. Within moments, I had entered a room flooded with chrome, black, white, and stripes of cobalt blue. Shockingly, the inside of Charlie's meager hut looked more like the inside of what I imagined Zuckerberg's first apartment looked like. Three shining platinum monitors posed on his desk, while the appliances in his kitchenette looked straight out of a Star Trek film. Two doors looked on from the right, which I assumed led to a bed and a bath. He gestured to a black leather couch, which must have cost more than everything in my bedroom combined. As I sat, he swiveled his mesh desk chair around to meet me. How? What were you expecting? Well, uh... You just assume because I have crippling social anxiety I can't keep a nice home? I, I mean, but all this? I mean, the outside. I, I do not go outside. 
But even the inside, to to this extent, I mean, just the money, I... I'm an app developer, Beth. You know the, the, that game where you have to flick sheep over fences of varying heights? <gasps> Flock off? Yes, or the one where you can match with local fridges in your area. Like if you short a stick of butter in a, in a pinch. Oh, grumble? Whew, I use that one for potatoes all the time. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, you said uh, potatoes? But what? You, you don't ever just crave a potato dish? Mm, no. Mashed, fried, baked, shredded, baked again, scalloped, grilled, buried in cheese, garlic. No, um, but I suppose I'm glad my program can help you with your uh, potato dilemmas. Sheesh, I had no idea those games made that much money. I'm also an online mystery shopper from time to time, as well as an avid survey taker. Now, speaking of serious dilemmas, I'm afraid I seem to have a trespasser on my hands. A trespasser? Yes. Ooh, boy, that's... Whew, that's... That's serious. Yes, it's rather terrifying, and I can't take much longer this uh, before I'm forced to move. Even just having you on my property is giving me hives. Okay, uh, when did this start? It's been occurring on and off for about the past 3.75 weeks. I've contacted the police, but our relationship has become strained. Oh? Yes. Oh. Oh, sorry, I, I thought you were going to continue. No, I'm very definitive when I end my sentences. Perhaps you could learn something. Jeez, sorry, I thought it might be relevant. No, my business stays between me and my online support group. Oh, um, well, uh, can you think of anyone who would have a reason to trespass on your property? Not ex not exactly. I mean, if I knew, I wouldn't have contacted you, now would I? Sorry, I'm just looking for some leads here. Well, I don't really uh, meet people, not in person anyways. Uh, you know how much I hate them. What about old friends or, or family? Uh, I, I stay away from all that. The last time I spent Thanksgiving with my family, I, I couldn't get the stink of gravy and prejudice out of my clothing for days. Okay, then. Uh, have you been able to get a good look at this trespasser? Or have you noticed them doing anything peculiar? Other than trespassing? No, of course not. Well, part of I do not go outside did you not understand? Right. Oof. I suppose, uh... Hmm. <sighs> oh, you know what? I should do, uh... One of those things where I, I hide in the bushes or uh, behind a fence post like I did yesterday, but for longer, uh... A stakeout? A stakeout! God, you're ignorant. <laughs> well, you asked me to handle this, so... I was out of options. You know what, buddy? I'm already having a day. All right, I, I apologize. Uh, I trust that you'll do something. Thank you. You're in good hands. They don't give out master's degrees in detective literature to just anybody. Oh, when I read that on your profile, I, I assumed it was a typo. It's not in detective theory or something you know, real like criminal justice? No, Charlie. And that's what makes me special. Oh, Reassuring. Lucky for you, you're getting me early in my career before I become a household name and raise my prices. Well, uh, 
I'm not paying you anything until you've done your job. <sighs> I... I suppose that's reasonable. I should probably... get to that part. Yay! Ugh. I'll be back for the stakeout after I get some things. And terrific! We are conveniently back at the front door. Wow, tiny houses are swell! Good day, and please, don't fumble this. Can do. Well, there was only one thing to do now. Don my darkest of clothes, fill a bag with snacks, grab a blankie, and hide in my room until nightfall. My hope was that after our joyful conversation, Eliza would be out, and Dad would be too consumed by his own buffoonery to even notice I was in the house. I had to say, it was a pretty flawless plan. Ooh, wait. I wonder, should I bring a bat or something too? I mean, what if the trespasser sees me and things get ugly? Should I have 911 pre-dialed or is that unprofessional? Fortunately, or maybe unfortunately, my spiral came crashing to a halt as I passed the Olsen's farm and saw Johnny coming out of the front door. No way. Hey, old friend. What an unpredictable surprise. Right. Hey, what What are you doing at the Olsons? <laughs> well, I don't know about you, but I was absolutely haunted by that interaction we witnessed yesterday. <laughs> I mean, nightmares, sweats, waking up shouting the whole nine yards. I really didn't know if I would be able to sleep again if I didn't follow up. know how it is. Sure. So, uh, how are they? Eh, Katie seems like she's doing okay, just trying to carry on business as usual. She said Ashlyn's coming to get the rest of his stuff, and that I should skedaddle out of there, so not to get caught up in the middle again. Ooh. That's good. She does have a little memorial around back if you'd like to leave some flowers for Esmeralda. There's this adorable little photo of her wearing a tiny cowboy hat you gotta see. That chicken was precious. Uh-huh. And there's even a little, uh, kombucha bar set up if you're thirsty. I mean, it smells really unpleasant at first, but... If you just push past it, it's almost good. Swell. Oh, and she's selling her surplus microgreens. If you really pour on the ranch dressing, yum. Great to hear. Oh boy, <laughs> there he is. Some murderer. Guys. <laughs> That guy is just too masculine for his own good. Yup. Hit the nail on the head. Now. Nice seeing you, kid, but I've got some business to attend to. <gasps> business? Already? Yikes. I mean, uh, it's, it's just an expression, really. Hmm. I don't believe you. <sighs> Alright. You got me. Wow, I'm great at this. Now tell me everything, or I'll call my lawyer. What? Ugh. It's not a big deal, and I do actually need to get going. Hmm, well, I know you didn't just come from the Olsen farm because I was just there. 
and I didn't see you, and I don't get the impression that you're very good at disguises or hiding. Hey! But I do know the closest house to theirs is... Charlie's! Am I right? I... I suppose. Got him! Hands up, you're coming with me! Alright, alright, calm down. What are you, five? <gasps> it appears you mistake my enthusiasm for immaturity. I'd be more offended, but I think this might be emanating from a personal place. Do you want to talk about it? What is wrong with you? No, what is wrong with you? Ugh, just come on. Walk and talk here, buddy. <laughs> buddy? Beth, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Cripes. Listen, I'll tell you, but let's agree we are not a team. We are not partners. We are not friends. We are very individual, very separate detectives, both on a mission to clean up this sinkhole, and later, perhaps, the world. And I want you to know if it was life or death, I have no qualms against using you as a shield, and I don't want you to ever think otherwise. Noted. Now, apparently, someone's been trespassing on Charlie's property. <gasps> yep, and I guess, if you really must, it wouldn't be so terrible to have you join the stakeout, too. I guess some forensic insight couldn't hurt, and, you know, the, the shield thing. Oh boy, should I bring pasta salad? No, you numbskull, a stakeout, not a cookout. Like where we wear black and hide in the bushes with binoculars and whatnot. I am aware. I can still bring a pasta salad. Like you don't like to snack after dusk. Fine, but it better have elbows. It will have farfalle and you will like it. Excuse me? You know, farfalle, the cute little bow ties. They're reusable again and I'll take a goat with me. <laughs> Time to go. Meet me back here at nightfall. For the last time, yoga does not make them feel empowered. They're goats, for God's sake. I don't care what Marilyn told you. She's no scientist. As much as I wanted to take my time getting back, being around the dysfunction of the Olsen family was worse than being around my own. I hustled toward what I imagined would be a calmer scene. One where I would slip in unnoticed, then head back out without the unpleasantries of face-to-face -face communication. Maybe Charlie had it right. What else did one need other than income, the internet, and a kitchenette? Unfortunately, as I neared home, not even my haste could prevent me from noticing Harris Hasselback's car snug against the curb out front. What in the... The car was empty. Oh no. Like the dark draw of true crime, a force compelled me toward the front door. I cranked my hand around the knob, knowing full well whatever I found inside would not be pleasant. Warm light and a wave of guffaws greeted me first. Next was the sight of my parents, Eliza, and Harris standing in a much too tight circle. My father was the first to break from the supposed riveting conversation that was occurring. There she is, the birthday girl. <laughs> That's me. Sweetie, where have you been? I can't believe I haven't seen you at all today. I, uh, had a client who needed me. Big case. Trespassing. <gasps> Goodness wow. gracious! Kinky. Goodness. Right? Well, did you get the baddie? 
Not yet. I have some more investigating to do tonight. Tonight? Aw, oh, man. Dad, I told you this. But the cake! You don't have to wait for me. Don't be ridiculous, Beth. We can wait until tomorrow to celebrate. So, Beth, did you notice I'm in your house? Yeah, and I'm not buying whatever it is you're selling. Beth, be polite, dear. Don't try to play hard to get now. You're too late! And you're a waste of air. Get out of my house, Harris. Our house? My house? And Beth, please calm down, sweetie. Oh, it's no trouble, Miss Lehem. Really, we were on our way out anyway. I'm sorry, what? Beth, Harris heard I was in town and wanted to catch up. You did say you were busy tonight anyway, so I thought it wouldn't be an issue. Just like prom, eh, Beth? Right, right. No biggie. Unless you want to come with us. No, thanks. I heard tonight's special is triple fried disco fries with pulled pork and chives. I... Oops! I only made reservations for two. Ta-ta, Beth. I'll see you soon. Happy birthday. Thanks. Have fun, dearies. Eliza, you be home by ten now. <laughs> Just kidding. You're an adult. Bye, hun. Did you know she pays our rent? Gosh, we raised one responsible daughter, dear. <sighs> See, I knew Beth got that from you. Eliza clearly takes after her old man after all. Sure, Marco. Beth, sweetie, are you okay? I'm... I'm fine. You're sure you don't want to celebrate even just a little tonight? I can cut you some cake before you go. Say yes. Actually, can you cut me two slices? Yes! Sure thing, dearie. And Beth, is is this trespasser real? Yes, but I'll be safe, I promise. All right, enough jibber-jabber. Let's cut into this sugar loaf. By the time I left home... The sky was washed in deep sapphire. I had just enough time to meet Johnny before total darkness. And swing by the big steam, of course. No time to talk, Jim Jam. I'll just help myself. Beth, can't be behind the counter. Ploys only. Hey, just working this percolator the same way you tried to work my sister earlier. Beth, you wait out of line. Are you seriously out of regular coffee? Ugh, decaf it is, I guess. Well, nice talk, gotta run. Hey, you gotta pay for those. As I approached the Olsen's farm, I could make Johnny out clearer than my aunt's political incorrectness around the holidays. Despite his cooperation to wear all black, a bright orange cooler bag on his shoulder blared through the heft of nightfall. What the heck is that? How else was I going to transport the pasta salad? You know, I've got some seltzer in here too. Raspberry lime flavored. That's great. Uh, now let's find a bush to shove you in. Oh, I've got one. Katie said there's a clump on their property line. You told Katie about this? 
Well, she did ask me why I was standing on her road, which seems reasonable, as there only appears to be two houses on this particular street. Well, what if she's the trespasser? After everything she's been through? Beth, be real. (laughs) I'm just saying. Please, now let me introduce you to tonight's living room. I followed Johnny to a gathering of green brush that split the lush farm grass from the crunchy, overgrown vegetation of Charlie's lawn. It provided a sheltered view of the entirety of Charlie's land while still offering a glance of the Olsen homestead in the distance. The faint sound of goat baas and chicken clucks was surprisingly peaceful. I suddenly felt more relaxed than I had all day. This'll do. I see you have two coffee cups in your hands. Did you do something nice? Eh, almost. You got decaf. Oh, and actually... Here. Cake? (gasps) Happy! Shh! Shut up! You need to work on your volume controller. We're going to get busted before it's even midnight. Apologies. Is, Is this funfetti? Obviously the best kind of cake. I'm sorry, have you not had red velvet? You mean red number 40 chocolate cake? Well, I never! Listen, you insult my mama's cake and you're getting crossed off. Oh, well, you didn't tell me your mother made this. I'm sure it will be delightful as she is. It is. So, how long do you think this is going to take? Who knows? Charlie couldn't really give me much to go on. That's disappointing. So... We don't have to talk. That's right! We can eat! Let me scoop you out some pasta salad. Oh boy, carbs, carbs, carbs. I love me some carbs. (laughs) I, uh, can't argue there. Boy, this is just the place for two emotionally taxed people to be. Together, at night, hiding in a bush, filling their tummies, and trying to be quiet. Who said I was emotionally taxed? I can see it in your eyes. I'm very observant, you know. Pasta salad can make it better. Wow. These bow ties are good. Right? My grandmas always say, a good night comes from a full belly. I know I doubted you, but this was a good call. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, here. Take a blanket. Wow, are these micro-fleece? So soft. It's like I'm back in the womb. Gee, I am so cozy, I could just... I'm not sure the word is escaping me right now. Well, I'm ready to sit here all night if I have to. We'll have this robe in no time. Beth? Sleep, son of a.
Well, that was expected, perhaps. I, for one, am excited to see Beth admit her failure to Charlie. He does not seem like someone who will take that well. Tune in next time to witness that debacle. Until then, life's already crappy, so why not listen to us? Hey, it's Miriam Lahem here to tell you all about the lovely little angels who make this show. Crap Noir is written and produced by Molly McKenna. Edited by Molly and Maddie J. Original music composed and produced by Maddie J. Original sound effects by Molly herself. Beth voiced by Molly. Beth's Ma, Pa, and Charlie voiced by Jack the Snack Woods. Johnny and the Narrator voiced by Schlicknick Schreiber. Jim Jam voiced by Keenan the Clam Chowder. Eliza, voiced by Andrea Bandria Moretti. And last but not least, Ashlyn and Harris Hasselbeck, voiced by Maddie J. Thank you for listening, everybody, and have a wonderful day.